Today's shear, the final shear of the eighth week of Hilchas Tzedakah Meiser, and also the final shear in the curriculum of Tzedakah and Meiser, will be a discussion of extra Tzedakah money, what's done with extra Tzedakah money, and some other details of Tzedakah. So, the tour in Simon Ration and Gimel, Siv Vav, says as follows, Ani she'govu lo'i lahashlam lo'i dey if they collected for a poor person enough for what he needs, v'haisiru, and they had extra. So many times this comes up, they make a collection to marry off an orphan, and, and two orphans, whatever, a boy and a girl, and they collected $20,000, but the checks keep coming in and they have an extra $5,000. So what do they do with the extra money? So it says over here in the tour, the money, the extra money goes to the same poor person that you collected the original campaign for. Basically, the extra of the campaign goes to the same beneficiary as the campaign itself. So, it teaches us a Chiddush, that even though the money was not really needed, and the people who give the money had intended that, that they're giving because they thought their money was needed, Nonetheless, the halacha is that that if there's extra money that was collected for Pidyan Shavuyim and wasn't needed at the end, still we'll give it to the Shavuy, to the person that was redeemed, because it's going to be very difficult to, to give it back and everything. So therefore, by this case, where it, had, it was designated for a specific Ani, let's say Ruvain, and they had enough, so they... Nonetheless, the rest is given to Reuven. However, let's say they collected for generally for Aniyim. They made a campaign for the poor people of the city. And there was extra that wasn't needed. They have the right to save it for other poor people. and They don't have to give it to these specific poor people. Now this is all assuming that we can connect the intention of the giver to the recipient. In other words, in a general sense... A person who's giving understands that his money may be extra, and it's not a mistake, so therefore we could give it to the recipient. Now, what's going to be in a case where it was simply a mistake? They would have never given the money at all if they knew that the, that the cause was non-existent. For example, let's say they gave money for, to, for Rufua, for someone who was sick, then they find out that Nebuch, the person already died. So there it's a complete mistake. In that case, we would have to give it back. The money would have to be returned to the donors. And this was discussed here by Yitzhubas Arash, which is quoted in the Beis Yosef in Siv Zayin. It says, Arash kasa b'tshuva klal amit beiz sivvav al-oydes ha-shavuya shekasavta she-zach z'hiyu b'nea b'moyesh enigvu l'tzarech b'dyayna v'dimisa oysa l'moysa shavu shavu You wrote about, whoever he was addressing over here, wrote about that the extra of the money that was collected for the bidding shuim for this lady should go to this lady. And based it, he based it on this halacha of the tour that we just said before, which is the sword in the Gemara, whatever, that that Meiser Shavu, Meiser Shavu. Says the Rosh, I don't agree. Why? The That which we say, that the extra money of the captive goes to the captive, that's where the Iker Mitzvah of collecting for the captive was used for the Mitzvah that, was, that it was collected for. 
and therefore the extra he could keep it because it was given for him. But in this case, where she was unfortunately sort of swallowed into the Goyim, to the, to the nation that captured her, apparently it wasn't, she wasn't um, any more a from lady. She definitely does not receive the money that was for her opinion. Because people did not give with this intention. They collected money to bury someone who was almost dead. And then he got better. Anyone has any have me? You're going to give the person the money that was collected for his burial? Only if he dies. It's as if she's dead. What's the difference if she's dead or if she went off the derech? Therefore, she's not zoicha. The shui is not zoicha. Therefore, in this case, the where it wasn't, um, I guess, apparently not possible to return it. If you could, you could. If not, it should be used for tzarchei rabim or yoisit toiv l'opinion shvuyim for for a similar cause that they had given it for. So again, this is a logical thing that if a person gives money for a cause and the cause uh, evaporates as non-existent, it's not going to be a, um, a, a stock. So now this, ha- this happens, happens sometimes when you have raffles that are unsuccessful. Many times it happens, but uh, one, one case where you can think of, the person, they launch a raffle and uh, it's, it's a flop. It doesn't attract anybody. Nobody's interested in it. The prize is, they're not interested in the prize. And it flops, or they ran it at a season that it's not going to work. So, question is, after they run the first few tickets, I'm sorry, after they collect the first few tickets, so what do they do? So, as far as I know, most of the time they try to return the money back to the people, because even though the people really intended it that it should go to Tzedakah, to the organization, but Lomaisa, they gave it with the intention that they're going to have a share in this raffle. And most of the time, you call the people back, they'll say, no problem, give it to the mice anyway. But, um, but if not for that, it's not so simple to take it back, to keep it, I mean, because the, the intention was that there should be a, a reason why they're giving it. So that's something that you would have to ask a Shiloh, if let's say you ran a campaign and the campaign flopped or something like that, uh, to, where does your chiv to return it go? Until where does it go? Do you have to give it back, or do you say that they had in mind for this purpose. Now, the Sefer Tzedakah Mishvat talks about a, uh, many times you have a large Tzedakah campaign. We didn't have Vadim HaMekoyim B'zmaneinu Sha'aisim Makbis Charim L'Ezus HaMonis V'Yisoyim L'Eleinu Emergency campaigns for different, today we have Baruch Hashem organizations that collect for HaMonis and Yisoyim and the Vadra Abonim, Kufat Ha'ir, etc. Um, and they collected for this cause. So, near the Chatzchil, Yefarsim Shamois, Nitonim Al Das Rab Mesuyim Al Das Chavri Avat. 
they should they they should make a condition that all monies are received are going to be distributed according to the at the discretion of the rabbanim. This way, if there's any need to change it afterwards or if there's extra money, then they have the discretion to use it for different things. Even the extra money is allowed to go according to their discretion. And even to decide how much of the original uh, campaign money should go for that campaign. The rest, they could give back according to, they give according to what they feel, to whichever stock they feel. So this is a safe way how to get out of this problem. Because in here, you're not necessarily... It's not dependent on on the giver. Here, it's the rabbanim that are overseeing it should have the right to choose in case anything changes from the original intention, or even in the original intention, if they feel that there's a need for a change. Even they didn't necessarily advertise this in their flyer. Still, since it's given to People who collect for this organization, they have the right to decide. And they definitely could decide when to stop the campaign. Even to stop charging the cards. The Gabbai is considered as if it did not reach the hand of the Gabbai. They might even have the right to return an uncast check. Therefore, you want to make sure you have trustworthy Gabayim that are running these organizations. In fact, this is not just good advice. This is a Gemara. We spoke to Sarah in the beginning of uh, the Shiurim that, that uh, Marokva used to give the tzedakah himself, even though in Hilchah's tzedakah, it's better to give through an organization because the giver and the recipient don't know, which is one of the highest levels of tzedakah. Nonetheless, Marukva went to, went to great uh, pains, um, literally, in the Gemara over there, in order to give the tzedakah for, uh, anonymously. So why didn't you just give it to organizations? So the Gemara seems to indicate, this is how, the, how it says in the Swarm, that Marukva did not trust the Gabbai Tzedakah at the time. But, so the, so the Gemara goes into a discussion over there that therefore, people who are in charge of the money of the Tzibur have to be very trustworthy people and it has to be really, really above board and above. Now it says in the Mechaber that when Tzedakah funds are lost or stolen, we have to know what's the obligation of the trustee, of the treasurer, to repay those those monies, those funds. Many times people get upset at the treasurer that it was misspent or was lost or whatever. So what's the obligation of the treasurer? That's the Shaila here. So the Mechaber says in Chayshim Mishmet Simen Shin Aleph, which is the Alochus of Shomrim, that how does Shomrim, the Alochus of Shomrim, reply to Gabay Tzdaka? Mishef Kide Etzloi Ma'etanim. Oi, pidyan shvuyim. Someone who they gave him money, mais for poor people, or for a pidyan shvuyim campaign, upashat behem, v'nignavu, pater, shenemar lishmar v'loy l'chalik l'anim. V'harehu momen she'en l'toyvim. The Torah says that if a person gives his friend chayfet lishmar, 
If a person gives him an item to watch, the, the and then he's going to come and get it back, then the person has a chiyuv shomer. However, the Torah indicates, and as the Shach explains over here, it has to be something that's going to be lishmar. That he's watching for someone that's going to come get it back. So it's not included in the pasuk of the chiyuv of shemrim, and therefore the person is going to be potter because it's money that does not have any claim on it. The Pesvei as an aside, points out that obviously this is only invested. But of course, Videh Shemayim, a person has to be careful with money of Tzedakah. V'ayin B'Tshuvah's Chavas Yoyer, Pesvei Tshuvah's of Kant Nebav, he quotes a Chavas Yoyer, Shekasav Dehadek Haimelein Lishmar V'leil Lechalak L'Aniyim, V'lechein Pater HaNifkat and Pasha, Haini Medini Odom, Shem Dolek HaMadam Matzai Tavile, Avedot Videh Shemayim, Chayiv V'Kavachoymer. It's a kavachayim that since you obligate yourself in tzedakah in such an easy way, it's very easy to become obligated in tzedakah for sure. Money of tzedakah has to be taken care of properly. So the whole discussion here really is that the treasurer is only not going to be chayiv to pay back here. But b'deshamayim, he should feel an obligation to repay it. I guess he should ask a rav exactly how much has to be repaid. Sometimes it can be millions of dollars in that that in, in, a, in a fund, in an organization that may have been misused or misappropriated, the question is, what happens with that? Now, says the Mechaber, Bamed Varmamurim, this is the top of the next page, That's only when the money that was in the account that's under the, that the, the treasurer is running is only when the money was not yet designated to a specific person, to a specific ani. Oilish will be doing work for specific captives. Ablum Hayu Ladim Elu Oilishwim Elu. However, once it was designated for specific captives or specific Aniyim, by Rayu Kosaslahem and it's set aside for them. Hirezaham Mobin Shiesha Toivim, this is considered money that does have claim on it. The Yeshalim and Pasha, Yeshabash Pasikhalashim, then we apply the halachas and the Khiyuvim of Shaimrim. And then the Gabi would be Khaiv. Now all this applies to a Gabbai, that we say that he's potter if there was no specific designate yet. But, says the Ramah, If the Gabbai asks someone to watch the money for him, he goes to a private person, in that case, the private person is considered a regular Shomer because the Gabbai is going to come back and collect that money. So it's Yesh Latayvim. And therefore, there would be a Chiv on him even if the money was not specifically designated and he would be Chiv. Now, the Pesachit Shuvah in Yeridea, Simon Reishman Tess of Cotton Aleph, talks about a fellow who had set aside Meiser money, and then he lost the Meiser money. So he tried to pay it back by, sell, by, uh, by giving merchandise. But then the merchandise got lost. So, the question is, what is the Chiyah, what is his obligation to pay back Meiser? To pay it back, the loss that happened. Basically, he lost the money. 
or used it for himself actually, and he so he'll pay it back when when the um, when the when the request comes and and the request came in the mail from a relative of his, so he decided he's going to send merchandise. The but then the merchandise was stolen. Imam is the sender. That means the person who had, who had owed the miser back. To, is he chayv in to pay back this this uh, merchandise? If he would have not used the miser money for his own purpose, but he would have just sent it in the mail. Of course, he's not chayv. Even if he had sent merchandise that he bought with that money, because he did nothing wrong by turning the mice and money into merchandise. But since he had first used the mice and money for himself, and then he was going to pay it back through the merchandise, Therefore, the Mishalech is chayiv at least bide shemayim to give money to this poor person. Now, let's say someone uses meiser or damages the meiser somehow. Um, he has to. Does he have a chiv to pay it back or not? So the Chassam Soifer says in Chulin Tav Kuf Lamed Aleph, and he explains that meiser is not intrinsic to the specific funds. It's a chiv on the person. The person himself has a chiv to to pay it back. So the the says that the shani hasham the isn't ben kentliyas zaiti. I believe like this says the chasam sayv the meisik sovin shanoigim lahafresh mirevach mechasav. He achlon ayeziko and I feel less than ben chayv l'shalim. The person loses them. He has to pay it back because he can't say, listen, it's it's the money that got lost. I set it aside. It was there. Why should I pay for it? No, because it's a chiv on you. Then you could say what you're able to say is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry saying that that in this case we have matonis or meiser of peros where there is specific to this item. These have matonis v'leachrin. That mash ochal ochal you don't have to repay. But skipping three lines, however, two lines. I will mash a hifresh mirevach nechosov lav hano zuzi dafka chalchi of meiser. That, when you separate the, the funds from the moist, meister, that's not specific on this money. That's on the person. On, he has a chiv to give meister, a tenth of his nechassim. He doesn't give it today, he'll give it tomorrow. Or a different day. If not for this money, he'll give different money. We always view that the meister money are in existence. They're not lost. We have to figure out how this would work out with the pistol chuva that we spoke at before. The chayra over here, you could say that you know that once he lost it, like we said before, he didn't use it for himself. So what's the problem? But Maishel, some cyber saying no, he's still going to be obligated to pay that back because that's a chiv on him. A person is traveling, and he needed to use some maishel funds that he had on him. When he goes back, he should pay back. And he can't say, oh, I used it up, what could I do? 
Therefore, when it's coming to to the meister, the the moist meister, meister sofen, in that case, the person cannot say, "Oh, it was gone. I used it up." Rather, it's a chiv that remains on him to give a tenth of his nechasim, and he'll still be obligated to give the the meister to repay the meister that was lost. This concludes Baruch Hashem. It's the Shmaya, the Shirum on the Yerucha Shirum on Hilchas Dokel Meiser.